0: you're tuning in to Visible with ESA Media Inc. My name is Isabella sanchez Castaneda, and I believe that your impact deserves to be shared. So each week I'll be bringing you strategies to help you do just that. So let's get visible. There are very common beliefs, myths, and misconceptions that hold people back from starting their podcast or even improving one that already exists. So today, I'm going to share with you the four most common myths and then share with you what you should focus on instead of believing these. The very first one is the one that I hear all of the time, and that is that everyone already has a podcast, and this is absolutely false. There's a misconception that because podcasting is accessible due to free platforms and because everyone has a voice and wants to talk about things, that it's suddenly easy and that everyone has one. And yes, I know that there are plenty of the alpha male bro podcasts out there making it seem like the space is oversaturated, but I promise you it is not. So there are numbers swirling around there that between two and three million podcasts podcasts already exist. But this number can be misleading because it's not that two to three million podcasts are putting out episodes every single week. It's not that these podcasts are active or sharing. That number, that two to three million number, includes podcasts that only posted one episode or that stopped around episode five, or also shows that maybe were limited series and no longer will be publishing episodes. In 2019, there was a statistic that only 36% of podcasts ever made it past their 10th episode. And if you think of all of the shows that probably started during the pandemic and then quickly fizzled out, that number probably looks a lot different now, and even fewer shows make it past their 10th episode. Plus, podcasting is still a lot less saturated than, say, YouTube or even blogging, but it can provide a lot of similar benefits. And it is one of the fastest growing medias out there right now. A little bonus statistic is that over 60% of podcasts are in English. So if you are a business owner who is primarily using a different language, you have even more runway and market to play with. And ISA Good Podcast and Hands Off Production also does podcasts in Spanish, if that's something that you're thinking of doing. Moving away from the statistics, another reason that the market is actually not saturated is that there is always a desire for more content, specifically educational content. The majority of podcast listeners say that the main reason they listen to podcasts is to learn something new, which is really great news for you as a business owner who would be using a podcast to educate your listeners on the problem that you solve through your service or your coaching. So once and for all, let's put it to rest. No, not everyone has a podcast. You still have plenty of room to grow and explore within the podcast marketplace, as long as you are consistent and disciplined. You don't want to fall into that percentage of people who never make it past their 10th episode. Rather than focusing on the competition or the illusion of competition, instead, really put your eyes on how can you make your content so valuable that you become your listeners most favorite show, the show that they tune back into every single week, and of course, the show that they build so much trust with that they eventually feel ready to invest and work with you. Super common myth number two is that you always need a guest on your show, and this is also super false. The decision of whether or not you should have guests on your podcast is entirely related to the goal of your show. You should not feel forced to do guests just because you see big-name podcasters inviting people on. I will actually be dedicating an entire episode to this topic next week, so definitely stay tuned for that. However, in the meantime, ask yourself these questions to start deciding whether or not you need guests. One, will having guests help my visibility and conversions if that is my goal? For many folks, it actually won't. Second question is, do you have guests in mind that are in relevant and related industries to yours, or will they be just a collection of your friends and business mentors and other people you kind of know? If it's the latter, it may be a better idea to skip the guests or have them as just bonus episodes. And the third, and this one is really overlooked, is do you have the desire and the skills to effectively and enjoyably interview the people you bring on as guests? Interviewing is an art and a skill that needs to be developed, and oftentimes it's not actually relevant to a lot of your goals with your show or your business. You absolutely can have guests, but it is by no means a requirement for an impactful and really high-performing show. You can have a thriving podcast and never have guests on. So again, go through those questions. Make sure you tune in next week for a more in-depth episode about guests and make the decision based off of what you really want, not just off of this myth that you have to do it. Myth number three is that a podcast has to be a certain length. It has to be 30 or 60 minutes or longer than that. And yes, when you're used to listening to shows that easily go past the 30, 60, or 90-minute mark, you may start to feel this pressure that you have to do the same. However, that's not true. When you have this belief that you need to do 30 or 60 or 90-minute episodes and you sit down to outline that show, it becomes really overwhelming. You start questioning and saying, do I even have enough interesting content to fill up all of that time? And then that overwhelm leads you to either skip outlining altogether and start to wing it and maybe ramble a bit, or it puts you into perfectionism where you're tweaking and you're just forcing it. And you're not really putting out the content you want to. You're just filling in airtime. And if with the previous myth that we busted, you decide not to have guests, then you definitely don't need to force your episodes to 30, 60, or 90 minutes. What you can do instead is decide how long is going to be sustainable for you while still remaining worthwhile for your listener. That means asking yourself, how much can you commit to outlining a 15-minute episode, let's say, or recording a 15-minute episode? Can you commit to doing that week after week? Once you start pushing into those longer time frames, it may mean that you can't do that week to week. And no matter how long you make it, can you guarantee that you are putting in language that hooks your listener in, that keeps them engaged the whole time, that pushes them to continue to listen towards the end of the episode and leaves them feeling like they really, really want to come back the next week? Answering those two questions allows you to know whether it's sustainable and worthwhile at the same time. Inside of Issa a Good Podcast and Hands Off Production, we choose a structure for your show that often dictates how long your show is. And when we move to obsession-worthy outlines, we incorporate all of those different elements that will keep the listener engaged and listening for longer periods of time. Or if it's a five-minute episode, leaves them feeling like they still got so much away from it, they didn't need it to be longer. The fourth myth that we'll be tackling today is this false belief that you need thousands of listeners in order to see a return on investment with your podcast. You've heard me touch on why we don't really focus on listeners and I'll break down why that's false for a couple more reasons here today. The first reason is that you as a business owner want conversions from your show. So it really only takes a handful of people tuning in, loving what you're saying, and then clicking the link in the show notes to work with you for you to see that return on investment. Also, you have a natural capacity limit within your business right now. So it's much more worthwhile to focus on nurturing the listeners that are coming back week to week and getting them more comfortable investing with you than it is simply chasing thousands of listeners that you won't really have room for in your business quite yet making sure to speak to your ideal client's desires and their buyer's journey is going to be much more worthwhile than any thousands of listeners would be. Second is that because your goal is conversions, you don't actually need people to tune in week to week. So fluctuations within your listenership is not a big deal. You ideally want people to look at the list of podcasts you have out, listen to the ones that are relevant to them, and then from there, make their buying decision it's not actually necessary for them to keep clicking week to week unless it's topics that will serve them and their needs in that moment. And three, for all podcasts in general, we know that it takes way fewer listeners than we expect to actually see success in podcasting. According to Buzzsprout's monthly download report, if you are receiving between 20 and 30 listens per episode, you are already in the top 50% of podcasts which means you're probably doing way better than you even think you are right now. Taking the pressure off of yourself to grow for the sake of growth will actually be the best thing that you can do because it lets you focus on serving the people that most need what you are putting out. And rather than obsessing over plays and downloads, think of how you can get your podcast and your message just right for the listener who most needs it, no matter if they need to binge 10 episodes or just listen to the one that most speaks to them in order to get into your services or programs. Plus, focus on celebrating the people who do listen. Get curious about what they want to hear. Encourage them to engage and encourage them to share the show. You're going to get much greater results from building your community slowly and having them share with people who are actually going to want your service then you are doing something like a paid platform or something that is just growing your show without the real ideal clients in your listenership. Now, we just combated four super common myths. The myth that everyone has a podcast, the myth that you always need to have guests, the myth that you need to have a certain length, a 30, 60, or 90-minute show, and the myth that you need thousands of listeners to see an ROI. None of those are true, and none of those should be holding you back from really pursuing a podcast that can improve your business, increase your community, and help you see incredible results. I'm sure there's plenty of more myths and shoulds that I didn't even touch on today, but remember that they don't have to apply to you if you have your strong goal in mind. And if I missed a common one that you want my opinion on, please feel free to DM me at Inc. on Instagram. And if you are ready to build your show's strategy away from the shoulds and away from all of those myths, and you have conversion in mind, then I encourage you to visit the show notes to learn more about Issa Good Podcast or Hands Off Production, and we can talk about how, and we can sit down to talk about how either of these can work for you and your business so you can start seeing conversions via a podcast. I will see you next week where we'll be diving so much more into whether or not you should have guests. And until then, I hope you have a great week. Want to get even more visible? Go to the show notes and sign up for the email list. Each week, I'll be sharing strategies with you just like the ones you heard today on how you can really share your impact. I'll see you there and I'll see you next week.